But if you're also not, like, some people are, like, careless when it comes to their personal banking and they don't check it. I guess. I would have been furious. Like, my mom, I think, only recently got electronic banking. So, <laughs> like, she, she, <laughs> like, she, the only way she would know is from, like, mailings. <laughs> yes, that's true. If, if your finances are in order, I guess it's not really a problem. Sure, right. But I pay my credit card every other day. So I guess... Why do you pay wrong. your credit card every other day? That sounds insane. I'm stressed. If I have any balance on my credit card, I want it to be gone. Wow, I pay it once a month. Yeah. And it's an so, automatic payment. Yep, I need to know how much money I have right now. I'm not playing a game where at the end of the month, I'm like, oh, I spent a lot of money this month. Because if I see the charge to my card over like $300, I'm like, what are you doing, Ethan? You don't have the money for this. Uh, I guess uh, that's what life is like. For a guy who makes all right money, I'm fine. Yeah. Folks, those of you listening to the show right now, if you could hit me up with a donation. (laughs) Ethan really wants to get a new Nintendo Switch, listeners. (laughs) I have one. I need to get the, the Pokemon Scarlet and Pokemon Violet Collector's Edition Nintendo Switch. Is it the OLED... I don't even know if it's the OLED model. It'd be so weird to have the collector's edition and not have it be the OLED. Right. You heard it here first, listeners. Get Ethan a little gift. Give me me an early Christmas present. That would be fantastic. Or better yet, uh, help me pay for this podcast because it's about to be re-upped again in November. (laughs) Or even Uh, better yet, Welcome to a new edition (laughs) of We Ain't Seen Nothing Yet, the only game show that has a countdown clock until (laughs) it might end due to lapse in payment. We should uh, introduce a new character to the show who is our real debt collector trying to rake in the money from this podcast. We did promise someone we would have $10,000 by the end of our third year. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're not paying that off. No. And we made that promise to the wrong guy. Yeah. He has a knife <laughs> and two other knives. Not for cooking. Yes. <laughs> Three knives. <laughs> One for each of us and a third. If we were to ever picked up a third co-host. So if you're listening and you've ever been approached to be the third co-host for this show permanently, just know we put your name on our contract already. And the debt collector's coming for you too. And for those of you who were confused by Ethan's phrasing of (laughs) him having a knife and two other knives, it's because one is has a handle that's made out of ivory. And there's blood diamonds in -hmm. it, too. And he's always showing that one off. And he's like, oh, and I do have other knives, too. But, like, he never shows them. Yeah. But we, I know that they're there. I've snuck into his office. And I've seen the two other knives. Considerably less impressive. Much more fiscally responsible purchases. I get why he doesn't show them off. He's a moneylender because he's not doing well, either. Right. But also, like, he has a very expensive knife. There's no reason not to believe that he can't afford two other cheapo pocket knives. <laughs> Switch blades. A, a knife is a knife. When he stabs me with it, it's going to hurt. It's going to burn? I don't know how it feels. Let's practice after this just to Red make hot. sure. 
This is also the podcast where one of us is quizzed on a movie they haven't seen. Uh, this is the last episode for this season before the guest episode, so we may Which do a Which is the end of the season. <laughs> uh, I, last week I was quizzed on the Lego Movie 2. I have since watched that movie on an airplane at 5 o'clock in the morning. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> so we both watched it at very strange times. <laughs> Under, I think, the optimal conditions. We both watched this movie exactly as it was intended for its audience of children. To be drunk or very tired. (laughs) Sorry, I realized that I read the intro correctly. Uh, It says, Wahe to a new edition of We Ain't Seen Nothing Yet, a game show where two families compete to win prizes. I'm the first family, Ethan, and this is your second family was i was gonna just we already did a good enough intro you want me to cut that we were gonna save that joke for later well now you're not gonna get that genuine laugh i just gave (laughs) to that joke (laughs) yep uh guys i don't want to talk about this movie (laughs) But let's do it anyways. Lego Movie 2, the second part. Gotta say, that subtitle was just, it's not very funny. It feels embarrassing to read a subtitle most of the time. Yeah. Cool, cool, cool. Why haven't you seen it? What do you know about it? You said you haven't seen it because it was during your... um, it was your time off the grid when you had to escape our country. borders, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I knew I knew Trump's new candidacy was coming for me. Mm-hmm. I had to, I had to clear out, and he had to clear out of Japan before Shinzo Abe's murder. <laughs> I mean, I set that up. <laughs> like, I had to get out of there before the plan was executed, and before I could get executed. <laughs> I mean, a lot of people in that revolutionary force were real upset. And let's just say things are going to get tricky when Trump's reelected in 2024. It's going to get real tricky. I don't know where to go. I have no I have no place to escape to. What other countries are there? None. None. The two countries on Earth. I've, look, I've been to the two countries. The one that makes good anime and the one that makes bad anime. I don't know where to go from here. Um... You did say there's double the Pratt with one being a cool guy and that it picks up exactly where it's left off. Uh, I would say those are some of the major takeaways from this movie. I would. Yeah, that's pretty much all the that's the plot. <laughs> I, I told you what was going on. Uh, what is Apocalypse Berg? You said it's the edgiest place. I gave you a point. <laughs> it's, I already don't. It's just trying to be, like, there was some, okay, I don't remember the movie very well. I'll try I was to help. pretty drunk. <laughs> <laughs> um, I was I'm, pretty awake during Apocalypseburg, so I can, I can give you the rundown if you're fuzzy. I feel like there was a, a good amount of parodying, like, the gritty teenage action movies during this part i mean it was that and it was a lot of like it was mad max yeah is what it was so yeah edgy he also said it's a place where duplos are from that's not the case but we'll explore that later you don't have to give me the point though if you don't want to how many characters you don't have to give me the point how many characters does Chris Pratt voice in this movie? You said three purposefully wrong. Mm-hmm. Uh, you also wrongly guessed on purpose that Rex is a talking dog. Who fucks? I would say, so there's a joke in the movie where Rex starts to use his real voice again. Mm-hmm. And is like, look how different I sound. 
And I don't know if that was supposed to be a joke because he sounds the same or a joke because he genuinely sounds different. I mean, he sounds the same. I didn't laugh either way. Yeah, I mean, let's just say, let's just get it over with and say there isn't really a lot of good comedy in this movie. (laughs) I don't remember finding anything particularly amusing. I smiled like a couple times like oh that was all right. I don't think I laughed once. Yeah. I'm guessing one of the times was RVG. No, I didn't laugh. I, that was me. I was like, ah, I remember this. Now that's a good reference. I clapped when I saw her. <laughs> like Nancy Pelosi though. <laughs> Girl boss. <laughs> Little gator hand girl boss clap. Um, why is Lucy kidnapped? You said she sucks. <laughs> I gave you half I a for... point. <laughs> <laughs> is she kidnapped because she sucks? I don't think I mean I know you agree a wild style slash Lucy is a bad character who sucks. <laughs> But I don't think that's why she was kidnapped. Um, I can't really say like the the whole <laughs> point. Like, was she kidnapped because the sister wanted to play with her, or was she kidnapped because it's all part of Rex's plan? I can't tell you. <laughs> or was she kidnapped because it was all part of the sister's plan? To cause a fake fight. That's how I interpret it. Okay, so there are three meta-narratives. There there are three narratives in the movie that don't intersect in ways that are functional. Because the first movie had two concurrent narratives. One was the imaginary one and one was the real one. I feel like they ran side by side in a way that made a lot of sense. Mm -hmm. These three kind of weave in a way where I'm not sure what's going on at all. You're talking about the Sistar system. I'm talking about the Sistar Apocalypseburg, system. Apocalypseburg and the real Rex's world. whole deal. Oh, yeah. And then I guess the real world. So that's like four that's like four narratives that they were trying to go through at the same time. Yeah. At the um, end of this episode, remind me to try to describe what I thought this movie was about. Uh, the bonus question was, who kidnaps her? You said Rex. I said alien thing. Oh, that <laughs> alien thing <laughs> is, uh, oh shit, what's her name? Uh, General Mayhem. Yes. Voiced uh, by who, Stephanie Beatrice. Beatrice. Yeah. I actually really liked that character and liked Stephanie's performance quite a bit. Yeah. Uh, multiple choice. What genre is this movie? Pretty much, you said spy purposefully, getting it wrong. What is this genre? Pretty much now. I mean, like it's a. I know you would say musical, but I don't think it knows. I really don't think it knows. I would say musical. It doesn't um, execute it well, particularly, but no. there's enough songs in it. Mm-hmm. that i would have to say it's it's maybe a few songs shy of like a frozen yeah. movie but did you uh see who wrote the music for this movie i can only guess paul Shear, former band oh, leader are, of you are genuinely <laughs> so close to the right answer though who was it uh comedian john lejoie okay of show me the your voice of fame. sloth uh the sloth from ice age yeah that's <laughs> yes <laughs> the violin from moulin rouge <laughs> jean de joie uh so uh i was i think i told you after the we stopped recording last time that this movie became a musical because yes, you tell me that. the Warner Brothers executives were like, hey, look at what Disney's doing with Frozen. 
let's do that with a Lego movie. A movie, a franchise that's already been successful. Why do they have to cram in an extra thing <laughs> and add in a thing that doesn't work? <laughs> like there was music, yeah, in the first movie. And when I say there was music, I mean there was ass song that served a narrative purpose an ass song yeah an ass song a narrative and thematic purpose and then multiple songs in this movie that just exist yeah uh what does emmett become in this movie you got it wrong he does not become a side character almost though he gets real close (laughs) he gets real close like there are a few times where lucy's like the main character (laughs) Which I also saw was purposeful. Oh, intent, yeah, fully intentional. Un- the, unfortunately, they also decided to not flesh out her character whatsoever. Right, yeah. And give her the exact same character arc from the first movie. They decided not to really flesh out any characters. No. Movie. They decided no, sca- musical over character development. It's the only reason that I liked General Mayhem, because she was the only character with an arc. Mm-hmm. I gotta say, I barely remember General Mayhem. Which is totally fine. <laughs> the correct answer, of course, was an incel. <laughs> yes, he does become an incel. Uh, <laughs> I don't I don't know how much I can really go into about the fact that he becomes an <laughs> incel. Because it's not... Much like becoming a real incel, the process of getting there is not interesting. <laughs> <laughs> I think... This movie, if it hadn't just been, it seems like it suffers a lot from having too many cooks in the kitchen. Oh, definitely. This was all producer meddling. Like, this is not a writer's movie. I feel like at the core of it, I mean, there's still a lot of issues with the story itself. But I feel like the message that was, or the theme that was trying to be explored of what's his name the boy thinking his sister doesn't play right yes is like a a theme worth exploring no and i totally i agree. felt like it reflected semi successfully with this incel thing with Emmett becoming yes. an incel i i totally agree with you like that track i was following and it was the only time in the movie where i was like this He's interesting. I <laughs> like this plot line, but at the same time, I they're not exploring it through the Lego characters in an interesting way yeah, at all. And, it's like I'd almost rather just see the people. And there's all this all this other window dressing that's yeah. taking my attention away from it and sucking up time from something yep. far meatier. Uh, you fell for it. Superman's S does not stand for snakes. What does it stand for? Silly man. I predicted it would be silly man. Oh, I did make a note when I was watching that part, and I was like, he lives in the suburbs now. His name should have been Suburb Man. Mm -hmm. It's a real missed opportunity. They should have let me punch this one up. Uh, who does Rex recruit to be the crew of his ship? You thought they couldn't do it. (laughs) I thought they wouldn't. I thought they really wouldn't do it. It's a bunch of Velociraptors. So, the bunch of Velociraptors crew, I thought was stupid when I saw it. (laughs) And then when they unveiled, like, spoilers for the movie, if you were planning on watching this, I, whatever. I feel like most people forget this one exists. Yeah, which is totally fine. Um, when they unveiled the time travel plot, which they did allude to at the beginning of the movie, I just didn't care. Uh, (laughs) I did appreciate that they said he time traveled back to the past to get a crew. It was Velociraptors. And I was like, well, at least that wraps that up with a nice bow, (laughs) I guess. But also, does it really matter (laughs) because so many things exist? Like in we, the Lego universe, like it does, like t- having to go all the way back to prehistoric Lego time doesn't really matter because there was a town in the first movie <laughs> with dinosaurs, in. right? 
Um, who plays the mom of the family? I gave you what I thought were three pretty solid options. It could have been any of them. It really could have. Um, actually, I think all four were pretty good ones. <laughs> <laughs> yes, they're not being a mom was also a good guess. And just a more truncated uh, cameo of Will Ferrell. <laughs> yeah. I did successfully guess incorrectly. It is yes. Maya Rudolph. She was playing every mom at this time period. Mm-hmm. But you purposefully guessed Kristen Wiig. Yes. So you I, don't I, I felt like she was doing more dramatic stuff during this time period. Mm-hmm. I feel like this is something she might do now. Oh, for sure. Um, but no, Maya's here. She is in the movie. She's fine. <laughs> she does what she's supposed to with a lot of jokes that wouldn't have landed if anyone performed them. It's... I I don't want to get too much into the review portion, but I feel like a, a, a huge part of this movie that doesn't work for me is how much they kept trying to make the same reveals. Yeah. Especially with like, oh, wait, this is also taking place in real life. <laughs> like there's there's which real is, people. And like which is so, it's so yeah, it was established in the first movie. That was Anybody the big watched reveal. the first movie. Yeah, we know already. You can't re-reveal it. Yeah. You also called this movie the second part. The first movie is required reading. Mm-hmm. I feel like this movie might have been more successful if they played more into just acknowledging the real world yeah. aspect to it. But they don't. So the four interconnected <laughs> storylines don't weave together in a way that feels substantial. Yeah, they're just banking for the same uh, gasps, I guess. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Uh... True or false, <laughs> you were disturbed by this really great drunk idea I had. <laughs> that, that Lucy Elizabeth Banks' character would become pregnant. <laughs> I really didn't like it. Uh, I don't remember what I said. I hope I said true because it doesn't happen. Uh, I'll say again, I don't want to get too much of the review aspect, but I think the movie would have been much stronger <laughs> if we had explored Lego pregnancy. Legnancy. <laughs> yes, legnancy. Father of the Bride 2 is improved by, you know, impregnating those women. I think Lego Movie 2 would have uh, really improved the same way. Uh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Nothing else to say. I haven't seen Father of the Bride. How do you want me to elaborate? Uh, you said it was false that this movie's a musical. Uh, you said it was false. This movie's theme is you should share with your sister. And I would say that is false. That is... Wait, what do you think the theme is? I think the theme really is this unclear uh (laughs) idea of the that anyone can play with legos correctly there's no right or wrong way to play i I feel like that is the ultimate message that was trying to be pushed through towards the end i mean like yeah because that's the same that's the same theme as the first movie which is why i kind of thought this one did lean a little bit more onto you should share with your sibling. And at first it seems that way, and it would be that if the movie just ended with Maya Rudolph saying, put your Legos away, but I don't know. Do they ever play? Here's the the problem, though. (laughs) Because remember at the end of the first movie where they established that anyone can play with Legos by having Finn play with his dad at the end of the movie? Uh Uh-huh. Why wasn't there that scene at the end of this movie? Yeah. It didn't happen. Yeah. So I'm going to give you the point. Sorry. I don't want it. Uh, True or false, Batman gets married in this movie? I genuinely don't remember. Does he Uh, actually get married in this? 
I feel like I recall him just being like, I enjoyed playing with you. There because there was the cer- there was a ceremony. Yeah. But the ceremony was interrupted by the incel punch. And I don't know if they ever revisited them actually getting married. So I don't think that he got married. Yet. Okay. I'll just give you the point. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, you said it was true, so I will. But you okay. did get the bonus question of, has Batman changed at all? <laughs> Correct. You said he has not changed since the first one, despite the fact that Lego Batman took place. Yes. <laughs> they referenced that movie so many times just to make the joke of, Batman has not changed at all for this movie. You didn't need to watch that one. Right, yeah. <laughs> Honestly ridiculous. Like, I don't know. <laughs> There, it might as well be a required reading sequel. Like, yeah, whatever. Uh, Alfred's in it this time, I guess. Is that your cat falling off the bed? I don't know. Let me check what that was. <laughs> My bedroom is on the other side of a, essentially a wind tunnel. So if it's ever too windy, my door will slam shut. And my door is always open uh, because my cat has to get out. Mm-hmm. Uh, in other news, Chuck E. Cheese is now selling frozen pizzas at the grocery store. <laughs> I think it's incredibly funny that whoever is running Chuck E. Cheese for the past like three or four years thinks that people are interested in it for the food. <laughs> My mom has always said the best part of Chuck E. Cheese was the pizza. I don't think she's like okay. <laughs> I I haven't I haven't been to Chuck E. Cheese. <laughs> I think ever. Maybe I went once when I was like really? seven or eight years old for. A Did you not birthday. have one near you? Oh no, there was one near me. There still is. I'm huh. not gone. I'll, when you come visit tomorrow, let's kidnap a child and go in. Yeah. Um, but. I went. Arcade games were really fun. The animatronic show was neat, and the pizza sucked. Hmm. Reminded me of uh, like Jack's frozen pizza. <laughs> it's not even as good as Orbs. <laughs> um, Finn's I mean, fuck, sister- it's like Dino's. <laughs> Uh, Finn's sister's Duplo world is called the Sistar System. You said false. Okay. Definitely is called that. Yeah, but it's not just Duplo. No, it's, it's, it's a lot. It's all the other Lego franchises and stuff. Let's, I, I need to take a moment to commend Finn's sister. I think her name is Bianca. Don't know why that's locked into my brain. Uh, let's go ahead and commend Finn's uh, sister Bianca because she essentially recreates everything that her father did without with, the mentorship, with, without any mentorship. And Finn has been fucking around with a bunch of shit that he just threw at the ground for five years. Yeah. Um... And she was able to, despite the fact that their family has spent an exorbitant <laughs> amount of money on Legos, she was able to get her family to yet buy other More. branded <laughs> Legos, such as Lego Friends, mm-hmm. Duplo, all of it. I mean, I went to the Lego store today. I'm still going to say it. Legos are fucking cool. They are. Uh, and then Larry Poppins is an unlicensed knockoff of Mary Poppins, who plays a larger-than-expected role in the movie. You said true. <laughs> he doesn't. <laughs> he does appear, though, and I did like him. It was originally supposed to be Larry Potter, um, voiced by Daniel Radcliffe, but then they were like, eh, we might uh, actually get into trouble. I think they should have risked it. Yeah. Hell, I would watch a whole new nine movie arc of current day daniel radcliffe playing larry potter just shitting all over that original series 
I would love that. I feel like each successful franchise could also have a Lego version that yeah. parodies it and it could be successful. Warner Brothers will not be doing that. Well, who owns the Lego movie now? Because Warner Brothers Universal. <laughs> Universal. I th- what's We've already discussed this on the last episode, but Universal doesn't have any long-running series that they could possibly... Jurassic Park. Yeah. Um, um, Jaws. I would actually love a Lego horror universe. I think that could be fun. Alvin and the Shipmarks. <laughs> <laughs> a movie that is already essentially a parody of itself. Kung Fu Panda. Oh, you could do the okay. you could do the DreamWorks. You could do Shrek. I, Lego Shrek would be interesting. <laughs> um, how do you parody a series that was already meant to lambast Disney's fairy tales? Yeah, ants. <laughs> Ooh, okay. No fucking lie. I would love a Lego ants. But do it with Bionicle. Oh. Veggie Tales. Veggie Tales. <laughs> That's the one. All right, screen grab. Ethan, you remember what the screen grab was? Yeah, the screen grab was uh, Batman and... What's oh, fucking name? <laughs> I don't know. Uh, oh, uh, Queen whatever Wannabe. Uh, played by Tiffany Haddish. At their wedding. Our problematic queen. Our problematic queen, Tiffany Haddish. I remember really enjoying her performance in Bad Trip. And then learning that two, learning that stuff about her two weeks later. And I was like, oh, that sucks. Uh, so yeah, if you so... liked Tiffany Haddish in the Lego Movie 2, you'll love Bad Trip. <laughs> you'll love her uh pedophilia video that was taken <laughs> yeah. down from funny or die yeah. uh i gave you two points for your answer uh you said it was the only emotional arc i would say it's the closest thing that comes yeah, to it's an the emotional closest thing <laughs> i uh, felt something for lego batman at the end yeah i really did him being manipulated into caring about this person was interesting yeah uh that I did genuinely feel something for the entire wedding scene as it was happening. It's not the climax, because the climax is the insult punch. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but during that scene, I was convinced that the movie was coming around, and I was like, oh, the third act of this movie might be <laughs> the, good. The saving grace, yeah. Yeah, I was like, this is... I was like, oh, clearly they wrote this movie third act first, and then first and second act were just getting there. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, they wrote one scene, didn't know what to do before it or after it. Yeah. I have to check my notes. I left the waste paper bag in my parents' car. So I took a picture of it. Uh, and then I gave you another point for saying, is this a musical? <laughs> because I would say probably half of the songs take place with just uh, with a star system. Yeah. It's not good. The songs are the songs are bad. Like they're not good songs even. <laughs> Two of them are just regurgitating awesome songs. Yeah. <laughs> the, okay, so the moment where when the first time they did Everything's Not Awesome, mm-hmm. I was like, okay, that's fun. That's a thing I do all the time anyway. I'm glad that they just put that in the movie. Then it kept going, and I was like, all right, this is not a good reorchestration of the original song. 
Everything's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> it's cool. When you're part of a team. Uh, yeah, so that's the that's the movie. Uh, okay, that's bonus questions. All right. I, I, I remember stuff. I got my notes here. What does Armageddon stand for? <laughs> stand for? Yeah. I like that you've made the choice not to tell me what my points are either, so I don't know whether or not I should get these correct. Yep. <laughs> I think I think I've been following along and unfortunately I believe that I have too many points. But I'm just like but just so that I'm on the cusp. So I do have to try to get these wrong. But Armageddon is uh, obviously when Will Ferrell comes home drunk and trashes all of his kids' Legos. Okay. So that's not the case, but do you actually remember what it is? Yeah, I know what Armageddon is. Armageddon uh, means that mom is coming to throw away the Legos if the kids can't stop fighting. Yeah. Our mom-ageddon. Our mom's gonna get in or our mom is getting in or something like that. It wasn't good. It wasn't. It's, not, it's, it's just bad. another attempt at the glue reveal. But, but a bad one. <laughs> <laughs> like a bad one. Because, it, yeah, it makes so much less sense than the glue. Like, the glue was a label that was just obscured. But this is a term that the kids have come up with that we learn what it Dance. I don't know why they couldn't just call it Mama Geddon. They should have. The entire time I was listening to it, it should just be called Mama Geddon. <laughs> what is the name of the alien who kidnaps Lucy? You know this, so uh, uh, enjoy Frank my. Ocean. Okay. It's not but Frank I Ocean. Like to, I would like to hear the options. General Terrible Danger. <laughs> General Sweet Mayhem. General Very Cruel. General Shiny Visor. I would have loved if her name was General Shiny Visor so that. <laughs> um, and then true or false, this movie has six musical numbers. Oh. This is gonna be a hard one. <laughs> this is actually a hard one to get right or wrong. <laughs> oh fuck. Okay, let me count them. So there's uh oh, it starts with one. Then there's the the evil the evil heart song but not evil. Then there's the brainwashing song. Then there's the brainwashing song reprise. Then there's everything's not awesome. And I think there's a, I, so I'm going to say false. Cause I think there are six. Uh, the right answer is false. There's five. Damn it. I count, <laughs> I counted all of them too. I was right. <laughs> oh, that sucks. The safer bet was to say true, because it's a single number. <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, before I reveal your score... Must be done. Ethan, would you rewatch Lego Movie 2? Probably not. <laughs> like, it rehashes all of the same story beats of the first movie, but worse. Yeah. Uh, I took some notes. I just want to hear your opinion on them. I like how Will Ferrell's character has actually had no character growth and has become worse <laughs> yes. from the first movie to this one. <laughs> uh, I really hated when Emmett said, make everything awesome again. I <laughs> I shuddered <laughs> in my plane seat when I heard him say that. Yeah, I... I think I just sighed. I was drunk enough that I was just like, oh, whatever. Uh, there, oh, sorry. I did have one exhale quickly through my nose moment. And it was the part where at the beginning of the movie, they send a signal to Batman and it says, Happy New Year. And then Batman and Alfred start singing All Bang Zine together. <laughs> I liked that. Yeah. Uh, it's... One of my main complaints about this movie is I don't think it's clear what Emmett represents. Mm -hmm. Which makes his function as a character unclear. Uh, I think that Chris Pratt does a worse job as a voice actor in this movie than the first one. Yeah. 
He's getting worse. <laughs> he's like he's like really phoning it in. And then his voice as Rex sounded like a really bad John Wayne impression a lot of the time. I have a hard time criticizing his voice of Rex because it was like very obvious that it was attempting to be a bad yeah cool guy impression but yeah i did find his performance be a bit lackluster but we could also be also be very biased <laughs> yeah we don't like him as a person <laughs> or as mario uh i i wrote this about this character i'm not sure how you feel about this character i said i'm not sure if i think banana is funny but I do like him. I only vaguely recall Banana. Which is fine. Uh, toxic masculinity is the enemy. I actually didn't see it coming that the queen was going to be the heart from the beginning of the movie. I didn't either. I, I like and I like. I, like I didn't catch it either when it was revealed. I had to. I was reading online when I was drunk. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like. Wait, there was a heart at the beginning. <laughs> right, I'm like, so oh, I guess there had to be something that started all this. <laughs> yeah. And this came way out. Like, I fell asleep for an hour after I started this movie and I had to go back. So I was glad that I held on to that. Uh, Lucy in this movie is just really bad. Her reveal at the end of this movie is exactly the same as her reveal at the end of the first movie. Yeah, I respected their attempts to have more women characters in this because Lego really is like a boy's toy and it has been advertised as such for a long time. Mm -hmm. But they put no effort into making any of the women characters interesting. It's all just like... All for show, just like the RBG. Yeah, it's like super fake activism. Yeah. So many people like to decry stuff for virtue signaling. Mm -hmm. I like to think that you and I are media literate enough to know that this movie is that. Yeah. Unlike the criticisms that like Star Wars gets modern stuff. Yeah, or like The Last of Us Part 2 for having several women here do like those are mm. good or this I is think. us or, or this <laughs> <laughs> what up? No, us or, the movie or, us <laughs> or, or ghostbusters uh one thing i am genuinely one thing absolutely broke my mind there's a scene at the end of this movie where they show young finn creating the heart for the first time that's not a scene that was in the first movie the actor who plays that kid is the same kid in this movie and is in a, like, he's like a, a young adult. Hmm. When did they film that and why did they know they were going to be making a sequel <laughs> that soon? I don't know. Maybe it was a deleted scene or something. I don't know. But even so, why? <laughs> and then they locked in right away from that deleted scene that this heart was going to be a pivotal character in the next movie. I don't know, man. I don't know. Uh, I wouldn't watch this movie again either, so... (laughs) (laughs) I'm not going to find out. It was not good. (laughs) I think that's Uh, the score I gave it on Letterboxd. You did say it was not good. Uh, And sorry, the last thing I wanted to say is pretty weird that uh, uh, at the end of the movie, there's uh, Michael Jackson and Bubbles, the monkey Legos that show up. Huh? During the credits, they have Michael Jackson and his monkey as Legos. That's cool. I hope they make a remake of that Michael Jackson documentary Lego version. <laughs> <laughs> if Universal owns it, they can do it. Yeah. But my opinion on the movie, it's aggressively fine to the point of being bad. Because yeah. uh, it kind of retroactively makes the first movie worse. Yeah. Leaves a bad taste in your mouth. And it's because they show you a storyline that could have been so interesting. Yeah. And they just fuck it up so bad. This movie made me not want to share with girls. (laughs) (laughs) 
This movie turned me into Rex. <laughs> he was really cool. I think I think Rex was cool. I want to fist space too. I think Spotify should buy the Lego franchise so they can make a uh, Lego Joe Rogan. <laughs> <laughs> we should do that. <laughs> When you come over tomorrow, we'll go Popeye, get some get some Legos, get, Lego Joe <laughs> get <Rogan>. some Popeyes, <laughs> get some Popeyes. There's Popeyes in. We got every fast food chain you could want. I can imagine. Ethan, is this? Uh, we both have answered it. This movie's not better than the first one. Um, your score was eight and a half points. All right. Guess I'm just gonna try to win next episode. So your three two and a half points behind me three and a half from getting your predicted score yeah so i'm gonna have to buy you uh, a little lego lady <laughs> i'm hoping what happens if you also bust then we have to donate the lego lady to charity <laughs> <laughs> We have to purchase it and then go to the nearest charity drive and just leave it there. What are we going to do with this? <laughs> we would have taken the money. No, no, no. You can sell it or you can give it to a child in need. Sir, this is a battered women's shop. <laughs> give it to one of them who's young. I don't know. I can't tell you how to do your job. <laughs> You just start going like this. Oh, God. Take, take it! <laughs> I'm glad we did not describe what either was doing. <laughs> and we shouldn't. Uh, cool. Uh, now, Wes, let me pose this question to you. And the audience who has no input here. I know that we normally do a recap of the entire season after this. What if instead we throw in our review of Black Adam? Yeah, let's do that. <laughs> cool, so coming up next, we're not going to review the season. Instead, we're going to review the movie Black Adam, which Wes is driving to my hometown to come see. Kira begged me to not pay money to watch this movie. I think really the... <laughs> I think the biggest takeaway from this season is that really hard to make a better sequel than the original i think kung fu panda 2 is the only one that did it out of our list really let me let me double check um no because that's an important frozen 2 sucked men in black 3 i think you think it's better but i I think it's fine uh batman returns is better it's better in some ways some ways and worse than others (laughs) yeah godfather part 2 is worse Sometimes. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> Kung Fu Panda 2 is just... Kung Fu Panda 2 is the only one that's unquestionably better than <laughs> the original. <laughs> the other ones are up for debate. Especially this one. Uh, cool. So we're going to review Black Adam. Probably. Mm-hmm. Uh, stay tuned for that. Uh, and then next week, we're going to have Andrea on the podcast. I think. Yeah. Uh, can you schedule that? Uh huh. I will. I don't know when we're going to record. I will be in Madison, but I will also be attending a wedding. <laughs> we'll give you a little Bluetooth earpiece. <laughs> Do you go yeah, yeah, yeah. And, uh, <laughs> congratulations! I just want to say it was a beautiful ceremony. <laughs> that was a good one. <laughs> that part did remind me of Black Adam <laughs> when Black Adam was adamating. Is Bill is enemies so hard? He said it's Adam, it's black Adam in time. <laughs> he punched a guy through his black abdomen. You've been listening <laughs> to the game show, we ain't seen nothing yet. The current score is Ethan 44 and a half and Wesley 47. You can find this, uh, never mind. You can find Black Adam in, <laughs> theaters. in theaters now <laughs> and forever. <laughs> I mean, I'm calling it now, folks. This is my strongest prediction ever. Black Adam will be in theaters at least through October of 2023. I did see that it overperformed expectations. This is- <laughs>
Here was like, don't go and watch it and give it money and make them think that the movie's good when it's terrible. And I'm like, first of all, my two tickets are not going to be enough. <laughs> I've, also, I've seen every single DCEU movie in theaters. I'm not stopping. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't see the Suicide Squad at theaters. <laughs> well, the second one... Yeah, because you couldn't. Yeah, you couldn't, but I did see the first one in theaters opening weekend. <laughs> yes, David Ayer. You can watch this movie right now on any American Airlines flight that's domestic in the United States. Uh, if you don't want to pay any money, just book a flight, uh, and then you can watch the Lego movie too, uh, and see a movie that's fine. Follow us on Twitter at We Ain't Seen on Twitter. You can follow Ethan at Powerful Goose and on the letterbox at Egeese. And you can follow me at, uh, at Baby Westwee on either platform. And remember, I'm announcing my legnancy. Ooh, I can't wait for the Lego reveal party. Mm hmm. It's bye. Bye. <laughs> it's bye. <laughs> it's bye. <laughs> so fucking bad still I forgot to get headache medicine Black Phantom's good <laughs> what is there to say I'll tell you the one thing to say the hierarchy of power in the DC universe has changed it has. past tense it has uh, <sighs> yeah that's it that's, that's really it we're we done what are we supposed to say? It was a fantastic movie. It changes the game. It's perfect. No notes. Uh-huh. I'm in so much pain from how much fun I had. I can't believe they stole all of fake Iraq's natural resources. <laughs> the, the lie that they keep repeating. They come here and they steal all of our resources. <laughs> natural resources. They're like, which are <laughs> don't talk about it because then people will think it's a real country <laughs> are we wrong is it a real country i can't remember what it's called anymore i'm pretty sure it's a fake country uh it's not iraq though <laughs> don't get it confused yeah. and don't feel weirded out that the rock might be playing an iraqi person <laughs> i mean it was from 5000 bce yeah did you clock whether it was BC or BCE? I want to know whether the DC universe has a Jesus Christ in it. I did not catch that. Um, it's a dark movie visually. <laughs> so, folks, we're recording in person. We're talking about Black Adam. You just heard us talk about the Lego movie, too. Another fantastic movie. Really just great back-to-back for us. Yeah. Um, Let's talk about our theater experience, because we did watch this together. Yeah, uh, we were surrounded by a good number of people who seemed to just find every trailer funny. We saw the Dungeons and Dragons trailer. They loved that. We saw, um, we got to talk about it now because it's the only one in my mind. It's Violent Night. <laughs> Violent Night with David Harbour <laughs> and John Leguizamo. No, I thought John like he's in both. <laughs> it's wow. a, the the thing I took away from this trip to the movie theater is John Leguizamo is back. <laughs> Twenty twenty two is the year because he's in Violet Night and he's in the Menu, a movie yeah. I don't think they really cared for. Yeah, uh, well, it was also very unclear what the Menu was. Yeah, I don't about. I don't think they knew. I don't think mm-hmm. they were intellectually prepared to digest a movie like the Menu at the time. Um, yeah, but, uh, once Black Adam hit, they were warm to it at first. They loved the jokes. I can't remember any. I didn't laugh. They thought the, um, they thought Black, no, not Black They thought Adam Smasher. Yes, they thought Adam Smasher was so funny and charming. Yeah. Henry Winkler is in this movie on a phone for 30 seconds. And we're not convinced yet that it wasn't just a cameo. It must have been a cameo. Because the other thing, and I'm wondering why they chose Henry Winkler. Has he ever played Adam Smasher before? Like, has that character been in anything? I don't think so. He was just hanging out? Yeah. Okay. (laughs) 
Um, the, yeah. Justice Society exists. Mm-hmm. It's there. Uh, they're helmed by the very energetic and charismatic Hawkman. Um, they preserve <laughs> global peace, even at the cost of freedom. <laughs> yeah, they say they preserve global peace. They're very much the cops who preserve the status quo. Uh-huh. They love paramilitary organizations that have taken over a country. They love imperialism. They love colonialism. And Black Adam eventually gets them on board with just hardcore murder. Yeah, it really demonstrates the fine line between state-sanctioned violence and just violence. (laughs) Speaking of more uh, white supremacy in the movie, (laughs) what was that part where Dr. Fate was like, I know much more about this than you do. Or is that a joke that I made while we were watching? No, he did say that. Um, oh, he was talking about the crown. Yes. <laughs> so there's there's this terrible... We gotta talk about the crown. <laughs> there's this terrible... Um, the crown of Shadok? Is that I what it's called? Know. It's a MacGuffin. It's the movie's thing that everybody wants to get. Yeah, and... We're still not even entirely sure what it does. If you have it when you die? I think you have... Okay, so... (laughs) But the other guy had it when he died, too. He did. Nothing happened. (laughs) (laughs) So, if you're you're curious about Black Adam, skip this. We're going to spoil the whole movie. I know I have to say that every time. But 90% of this movie, they're getting this crown called the Crown of Shaddaq. You don't know what it does. You just know it's bad. A guy gets it. Puts it in his hands, puts it on his head, and the thing, what they say, death ends at life. Or no, you must live to die. Some cryptic weird shit puts it on, and nothing happens. Fifteen minutes later, something happens. You needed uh, to die, and he comes back to life as a devil man. Yes. And you can't understand anything he says because of the vocal filter they put on him for the rest of the movie. Not the only character that happens. To <laughs> it's a lot of them. <laughs> the crown is taken by Black Adam's, what I thought was going to be his love interest, but... I'm glad they didn't go there. So I don't know if you caught this either, but I did whisper it to you, so I don't know if you internalized it. At the beginning of the movie, she shows off that necklace thing, uh-huh. and she's like, this is a piece of magic rock yeah they had some word eternium i think that's it eternium given to me by my great great grandmother in the flashback where you see black adam's family murdered his wife is wearing that so if she became his love interest he's well i guess that was his wife not like his kid so there's some parallelism there not that this movie had enough space for a romance subplot at all right (laughs) This woman has the crown at one point. She's trying to protect it. Dr. Fate, Pierce Brosnan, yeah. goes up to her and says, give me the crown. There's a five-minute scene where it's just a back and forth of, give me the crown. I don't have the crown. <laughs> no, but seriously, give me the crown. She's like, I'm not going to give you the crown. <laughs> and then eventually they cut away from that scene <laughs> to a skateboard scene for 15 seconds. Let me tell you, this movie loves watching a kid on a skateboard. <laughs> And then we're right back. We're right back this, into this high tense negotiation. <laughs> and then they take the crown to Black Adam, but she's alone this time. Even though the entire Justice Society, what the fuck yeah, are they? Justice called? Society. The Justice Society is with her. They, they're hiding. They must be hiding behind a block. Yeah. Whatever. It's uh, it's got too many cooks in the kitchen. This movie can't decide whether it wants to be funny or very violent and serious. I did I did want to shout out the part. I like when Hawkman is trying to tell Black Adam not to kill people. They're having a conversation mid-air, mid-fight, while Adam is being shot in the face <laughs> and not flinching. That's the only time that I was like, yeah, I get behind this. <laughs> yeah. Um, if the movie had been more about trying to take Black Adam under their wing and trying to yeah. train him to be a good guy, I think this movie would have been better. Yeah, but instead we get three separate fight scenes with equal beats of Adam fighting Hawkman because they're just not getting along right yeah. now. Uh-huh. It felt very Batman versus Superman. <laughs> yes, it was. 
Um, every character sucks. There isn't a good character. In the no, lot. they're all bad. Um, except for Ishmael. <laughs> <laughs> Ishmael's dead. <laughs> I forgot about that. The lady's brother is shot. Her son calls him and tells her that he's dead. And her response is, Ishmael is dead? No, 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 no. So I think you got their names confused. So Ishmael is the guy who wants the crown because he's... Oh. Yeah. So at the beginning of the movie, we're led to believe that Ishmael is crushed under a bunch of rocks. But then Ishmael comes back and shoots the mom's brother. Yeah. And... The son frantically calls his mom and says, Ishmael's back and he shot my uncle. And she goes, Ishmael's dead. <laughs> Completely dismissively. <laughs> so you and I were laughing for very different uh, reasons. Either way, she didn't seem to care. No, the it. reaction was gone. Nobody was committed <laughs> to shit. <laughs> Least of all, Hawkman. Least of all, Pierce Brosnan. I mean, you think that I, I everyone was phoning it in. <laughs> The difference is marginal here about who phoned it in the most. With how much The Rock was talking up this movie, it didn't feel like he was giving us a lot. No. He was in the same pose for (laughs) 75% of this movie. If you'd like to know what the pose is, those pictures will be going up on social media soon as we do that. We haven't talked about the hand (laughs) hand gesture yet. Ah, yes. There's a new... For everyone who loved Black Panther, there's a new hand motion that's going to be sweeping the nation. Mm-hmm. Minority communities across the United States are going to adopt this. This will be the new symbol. And it looks exactly like calling your family from Mac and me. <laughs> it's a triangle hand gesture. Mm-hmm. Um, you hold it up to the sky and you pray to Black Adam and he does... Whatever he, Whatever he feels like. It's not It's not really a command. It's just like, maybe he'll see you and help out. Look, the people of fake Iraq <laughs> wanted this paramilitary group to leave so they could give all of their freedoms to one man. <laughs> I don't, do we have much more to say? Because I just want to wrap it up with our, with our neighbor's experience over the course of the movie. Uh... He kept saying, uh, Dwayne Johnson kept saying that he Black Adam would, it would call into question whether Black Adam's stronger than Superman or not. <laughs> I don't think that's true. <laughs> uh, it really seems like everyone in this movie is weak to fire. The fact that Superman doesn't have to rely on having to say something to use power <laughs> Automatically makes him stronger than Black Adam. And they put him in that big water tube, only for Dr. Fate to take him out ten minutes later. This movie never stops. <laughs> this movie never takes a fucking break. Yeah. I saw a review on Letterboxd that I like, which said, uh, this movie feels like it was put together from a bunch of clips to be highlights on the internet. Mm-hmm. It does. Yeah. I fully agree. That's the best way to describe it. This is going to be a movie that's on FX four oh, years this ago. Is, <laughs> it's honestly weird that this isn't a TV movie because it is perfect to be split up with a bunch of commercials. You might even have the same car commercial <laughs> song leading into the movie that is then the same song. Yeah. <laughs> I want to go from power to power. Whatever the credits song was oh felt so much like a car commercial. <laughs> Uh, yeah, our neighbors, we were fun, we were hanging out, (laughs) one guy left the movie immediately after we started establishing current day fake Iraq. So, 15 minutes into the movie. Yeah, 15 minutes into the movie, he was gone. (laughs) I don't remember if he came back. I don't think so. Uh, the couple next to us was loving the movie up until... Gosh, probably when they put Black Adam in the in the tank. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Because um, there's still, quote-unquote, jokes after that point, but I didn't hear any laughter from them. No. Um, Adam Smasher gets less time. And you know what? That's the problem. They loved Adam. He's not in the movie. They were really trying to push that romance arc for Adam Smasher. And yeah, Cyclone. it's like well, two characters we learned nothing about besides their... Intro scene. <laughs> They're intro scene. No, they have 
Cyclone has a moment where she oh. info dumps her entire backstory. Yeah. <laughs> and and then Adam Smasher responds with like, wow, that's fucked up. <laughs> uh. Wesley, would you watch Black Adam again? No. Me neither. If it's on FX or AMC, I'm going to change the channel. <laughs> I just kept thinking, as someone who's read Justice Society comics, mm-hmm. and for those of you who don't know, it's the precursor to Justice League, mm. it would have been much more fun to see them in like World War II yeah. that's what... era movie. Mm-hmm. Cheesy. DC doesn't want to make movies that are fun. True. <laughs> Every time I watch one of these super gritty DC movies, I'm like, I feel like I would rather just read the comic. And to uh, close things out, here is... Uh, do you have anything else? No, close it out. I'm, I'm wondering where you're going with this. So to close just things out, uh, Ethan and I are going to do our impression of Dr. Fate's final lines in the movie. The future and you're a hero. Bye. Bye.